UGA Football News presents today's sports report. On today's sports report, we'll talk about University of Georgia football and more. And now, here's your host of today's sports report, Chris Hall. Uh, What is today? Today is the first day of summer, correct? Yes. Today is the summer solstice, which means that there are more daylight hours today, more daylight hours today than there are any other day of the year. So we're at the summer solstice. First day of summer. Hello. How you doing? Summertime. And now from now on, the days will begin to get a little shorter. If I remember my schooling correctly on that kind of thing. So anyway, we're counting down the day. We're counting down the days. We're, we're at, top, at the top of the mountain for summer, and now we're, we're headed down toward fall. And we're 70-something days away from uh, Georgia and Oregon kicking off. So, But it's good to have you with us, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, UGA football. You can never get enough of UGA football, especially when you're the defending national champions. Hello, uh, Mickey Wilbanks and Deborah K. Uh, Atkinson McQueen. How you doing? Go dogs. I agree with you. Go dogs. So let's get into what we have to talk about tonight. You know, I don't bet. I don't do that kind of thing. It's it's not. I just I don't do that. Uh, But Caesars Sportsbook out of Las Vegas. You know, they they put out their thing. They they just released their you know, their, their odds of who's going to win in the, um, in the SEC. Okay. And they do it like Southeast, uh, the, the Eastern division and the uh, West, Western division. Can you guys address anything related to NIL? Um, yes, Ron, uh, Ron Kiefer asked us a question about NIL and how it's impacting recruiting. I tell you what, a lot of that is under the radar, to be honest with you. A lot of that is not being talked about. What is happening is a lot of these these colleges now have what they call collectives, where, um, you know, you, you, you've got this group that comes together and they kind of bundle together NIL money, I guess, or endorsements. And by the way, if someone wants to um, know what NIL stands for, it's name, image, and likeness. So a player now can can profit off of his name, his image, or his likeness. If somebody wants to um, pay him to sign autographs, he can make money off of that. If somebody wants to take his picture and make a poster and, you know, then he can profit off of that. So name, image, and likeness. And so uh, the schools have these collectives and these collectives work to, to bundle up money and then they, you know, go to you know, the, I guess coaches or what, well, I think they're allowed to go to, to work with the administration in some states. It differs from state to state, to be honest with you. And, you know, they, they let it be known that if, 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 if this recruit will come to this school, then they can, you know, package together something in which they can profit off of their name, image, and likeness. And so it's not an even process, to be honest with you. It, 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 it differs from each state has different kind of rules about this and laws and legislation about this. So, you know, a lot of, uh, for instance, Texas A&M got a lot of oil money and they've got a big collective with a lot of money that they can offer. And that's just the truth. That's not sniping at Texas A&M. 
Um, Tennessee, University of Tennessee, the you know, Tennessee supporters, they've got a big collective, Florida, and Georgia too, University of Georgia as well. And it's all within the rules now. It's all within the rules now. And so uh, the NIL is impacting recruiting. Uh, I, th I think, you know, it's, it's probably going to be like we're in a period when it, it makes a big impact and then it's going to settle down and it's going to settle down. And I think the, you know, your, your major programs are going to continue to be major programs. I just, Alabama is going to continue to recruit at a high level. Uh, the University of Georgia is on fire with its recruiting. I just, you know, it, it, everyone I talk to about the NIL, they, they have differing opinions on the effect of it. It's there, it's a part of the landscape now. Colleges are adapting uh, according to the rules that they can adapt under their, in their particular state. I don't, it's, it's a state by state thing. Legislatures and different states do this. So anyway, so NIL, it's here to stay. It's not gonna go back. The genie's not gonna go back in the bottle. And so we're gonna have to see how it shakes out. So yeah, if I, if, you know, uh, Arch Manning, we'll talk a little bit about Arch in just a minute. In a few minutes on our, our program at Arch Manning is projected to have a NIL value of $3.1 million. In other words, wherever he goes to college, over the course of the time that he is at that college, he is projected to earn from his name, image, or likeness $3.1 million beside going to school. Boom. So there you Things are not the way they used to be in, in college football. Certainly not. And the motivating factor behind all of this, interestingly enough, was the pandemic. You know, and then the NCAA gave an extra year of eligibility to uh, players because of the pandemic. And then they, the transfer portal came open and the rules for that changed. And a lot of it, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic had a, a, had a tremendous impact on college football. But, you know, that's what I know about it. And uh, we'll just have to wait and see. I, talk, I try to talk to experts about it or people who you know, I think would be in the knowledge or in the know about it. And that's some of what they, they tell me. So there you go. All right. So anyway, Caesar Sportsbook uh, has set win totals for every SEC team so far. And, you know, it's a guiding thing for if you want to bet and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so here's what they say. Caesar Sportsbook says Alabama's going to win 11 games. And, and that's their projection. Uh, you know, here's here's the schedule for Alabama, by the way. Utah State, that's the opening game in Birmingham. Then they'll go to Texas and uh, in Austin and take on the University of Texas. UL Monroe will come to Tuscaloosa, followed by Vanderbilt coming to Alabama. Then Alabama will travel to Arkansas. Now I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how much uh, a game Texas is actually going to give Alabama. It could be they're in Austin. It could be, could be. But uh, Alabama, you know, right now, big favorite in all their games, and, and that would include Texas. The game that will be interesting is when Alabama goes to Arkansas, uh, because you might remember Arkansas gave Alabama everything they could they could hold on to last year when Alabama came to Tuscaloosa to play um, 
or, or Arkansas came to Tuscaloosa to play Alabama. Uh, Arkansas was just up, you know, just almost on the brink of pulling the upset. Then, of course, that big game with Texas A&M. Uh, uh, that'll be a that'll be, that'll be an interesting game. That'll be an interesting game. Alabama and Texas A&M, with the thing going on between Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. Then Alabama travels to Tennessee. Um, Mississippi State comes calling to Tuscaloosa. After that, Alabama will travel to LSU. That will be an interesting game. It probably will be under the lights in Baton Rouge. So that's interesting. The following week, Alabama will go to Ole Miss, to Oxford, Mississippi, to take on Ole Miss. Then Alabama gets a breather with Austin Pay, and then, of course, they'll finish up the season with Auburn. So anyway, uh, Caesars Sportsbook says Alabama's going to win all their games. Arkansas, according to uh, their projections, will win seven games. Uh, beating Cincinnati, South Carolina, Missouri State. Um, they, yeah, Texas, well, you know, Caesar Sportsbook says Arkansas will beat Texas A&M. Oh, that'll be interesting. That'll be a good game. Liberty College or Liberty University, LSU, Ole Miss, and uh, Missouri. And they project Arkansas losing. Well, see, they got this messed up, right? Oh, no, they don't. Yeah, they project Arkansas losing to Alabama, Mississippi State, Brigham Young University, and Auburn. Uh, Caesar Sportsbook says Auburn will win six games, Florida seven games. Um, then the, the, that, that bunch has Georgia winning 11 and a half games. <laughs> how, do you, how do you win 11? Oh, that's the odds. Oh, I got you. Anyway. Uh, the, the, the Caesar Sportsbook has Georgia going undefeated. And we'll talk about the schedule for Georgia shortly. Uh, Kentucky, eight and a half games. Uh, you know, and that's that's a betting kind of thing. I don't know what it means when you have a half a game, but it's a betting thing. Uh, LSU, seven wins. Mississippi State, six and a half wins. Missouri, five wins. Ole Miss, seven and a half wins. They have South Carolina projected to win six games. Um, and then they have Tennessee, seven games, Texas A&M, eight games. Um, let's see, Vanderbilt, two games. <laughs> Caesar Sportsbook says Alabama, uh, Vanderbilt rather will beat Hawaii and Elon College, and they'll lose to every other, every other team. Uh, Vanderbilt will play Wake Forest, Northern Illinois. Well, let's give them that game, too. Let's give them three games. You know, Vanderbilt, they should beat Northern Illinois. Um, and that's about it. So, anyway, I'm a, I'm, an, I'm a Vanderbilt guy. I want Vanderbilt to come back to relevancy. Have they ever been relevant? They were. You know, before World War II, Vanderbilt probably had the best SEC football game. They won a lot of games before World War II in the uh, Southeastern Conference. Hadn't been too good since then. You know, it's been a great week. It's been a great week in recruiting for the University of Georgia. Uh, Georgia has, has done really well. Uh, there are now 12 commitments in the 2023 class. 12 commitments in the 2023 class uh, for the University of Georgia. They uh, now 
Uh, Georgia is at number three, according to 247sports.com, as far as the, 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 the recruiting class is concerned. You know, they rank recruit, recruiting classes. They have, uh, what, Notre Dame, number one, Texas Tech, number two, and now Georgia, I think, number three. Uh, Georgia uh, received a big commitment from uh, C.J. Allen. He's a, he's a linebacker. He's uh, from Georgia. And uh, he, he made a commitment to the University of Georgia. And uh, let's see. Here we have as Pierce Sperlin, a tight end, is in that 2023 class. C.J. Allen, a linebacker. Raymond Cottrell, a wide receiver. Bo Hewley, an offensive lineman. Requies McKeldry, offensive lineman. Lawson Lucky, a tight end. Gabriel Harris, an outside linebacker. Joshua Miller, the... Joshua Miller is the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the offensive lineman who was, who was committed to Penn State. He's from Pennsylvania. He's committed to Penn State, and then he's flipped to Georgia. Big get, huge man, six five, whatever the thing is, he is, and he can dunk a basketball like crazy. So, very athletic. Uh, AJ Harris, defensive back, Justin Rett a defensive back, and Peyton Woodring, who is a place kicker. He's like, I guess, the number one rated, you know, high school place kicker in the country. He's out of, um, where's he from? Louisiana, isn't it Louisiana? And uh, anyway, he's a five-star. He's a five-star kicker. (laughs) He's a five-star kicker, place kicker. So, uh, you know, so the, the 2023 class, well, the University of Georgia is coming around pretty good, looking pretty good. And um, at the beginning of the week, Georgia was like number 10 in the rankings for the 2023 class. You know how they had 247 sports, rivals.com, they do these rankings and they, you know, have this formula, you know, three stars and four stars, five stars, that kind of thing. And then they say, well, this is the best team, you know, recruiting class and that kind of thing. And Georgia now is number three. And Georgia's always up there. I mean, you know, it's either one, two, or three, or four. So 2023 looking pretty good. We'll talk about Arch Manning in just a moment. Everybody wants to know about Arch Manning. We'll have a little Arch Manning news as well. You know, this is the the time of the year when you go to the grocery store and you, you, you begin to see these magazines, these sports magazines with their, you know, their previews of college football season and professional football season it's it's the time of the year it's the it's the you know it's the talking season and uh, one of the best uh, one of the best magazines that you can pick up at the uh, and, and you know a lot of magazines are gone now they're just all online but Athlon Sports still puts out a, a, a great college football preview um, uh, magazine and so here, and they always do their projections of who's going to, you know, who, who's going to win. And, uh, they, you know, and they give a projection on the on the record of the teams. And they have pretty good track record, uh, really pretty good track record. So anyway, Athlon puts out, has, has put out its SEC rankings and projections. This is, this is what they say Athlon Sports says is going to happen in the SEC. In the SEC East, they have Georgia winning the SEC East with a 12-1 and record. 
the one loss coming, according to Athlon, in the SEC championship game against Alabama. But they do project the Bulldogs to make the college football playoffs, much like last year. You know, Georgia lost the SEC game, championship game, made it into the playoffs, and won the national championship. And we ever say that too much, too often. Uh, so Athlon says Georgia will have a 12-1 record. And then they have Tennessee at 8-4, 4-4 and four, four and four in the SEC. Uh, then they have Kentucky at 8-4 and four as well, followed by Florida, 7-5, and five, South Carolina, 6-6, six and six, Missouri, 5-7, and seven, and Vanderbilt, 3-9. and nine. So they give Vanderbilt the win over Northern Illinois, right? Just like I wanted to do. There you go. So that's how, according to Athlon Sports, how the SEC East is, uh, yes, sir, Scotty, we, we agree with you. Go national champion Bulldogs, indeed. So Athlon says that's how the SEC East is going to pan out. The SEC West, they have out. And by the way, these, you know, the East and the West is going to be gone pretty soon. And there's just going to be the SEC. And, uh, you know, we have Texas and Oklahoma coming into the conference in 2025, maybe earlier than that, if they can work it out. So there's got to be a lot of changes as far as the schedule is concerned. And the projection is the the um, SEC East and West and conferences and nothing like that, they're going to be gone. And they'll work out a formula who's going to be in the championship game. There still will be an SEC championship game because, uh, you know, it's money. <laughs> that generates a tremendous amount of money. So anyway. All right, so here's what Athlon says in the SEC West. Alabama, 13-0, winning the SEC championship game. Texas A&M followed, uh, follows Alabama. Athlon says they'll go 10-2. Arkansas then 8-4. LSU 8-4. Ole Miss eight and four, Mississippi State seven and five, and Auburn at six and six, according to Athlon Sport. And it doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. It's just projections, but it's a lot of fun to talk about. And uh, you know, and it's a way to sell a it's a way to sell a magazine. Athlon Sports is pretty good. It's a pretty good magazine. I don't have any stock in it, but it's a pretty good magazine to pick up, and it'll give you a lot of information. If you're a if you're a college football guy who's really into it, you know. I don't want to use the word junkie because I don't like that word, but if you're really into it, you know, in college football, Athlon, the Athlon magazine's a good one to get. Uh, let's see, uh, who we have here? What, what is this? Oh, that's Sporting News? No, Sports Illustrated. Okay. Top players in the SEC. No, that's CBS Sports. I see it now. <laughs> I can see it now. CBS Sports project as, uh, projects the top players in the SEC heading into the 2022 season. They actually had 25 of them, you know, 25 of them. But I, I, you know, I didn't care about the other ones. I care about Georgia. So, so I just look for the guy. Yeah, we, we just look for the guys from Georgia in the, uh, the CBS, you know, posting of the top players in the SEC heading into the 2022 season. They have a number six, the sixth top player in the SEC, Brock Bowers. I don't know. He, he, I, okay. Uh, Keely Ringo at number four. Jalen Carter, number three. In the top players in the SEC heading into the uh, 2022 season. Bryce Young, Alabama quarterback, number two. 
Will Anderson, uh, the uh, defensive, what is he, a linebacker? Linebacker for the University of Alabama is the, the, the top player, according to CBS Sports, in the SEC heading into the 2022 season. He is a monster. He, he's something. So, so there you go. You got Brock Bowers, Ely Ringo, and Jalen Carter on that list. No other Bulldogs on the list, by the way. Just three out of the, you know, but it is a big conference. Um, let's see what we got here. Future power rankings. Is that a thing? Oh, ESPN. Okay. ESPN has put out its future power rankings. And here's why they, here's why they did. And, and this, this can tell you that, boy, we are really in the off season. You know, we're, we're really in the off season. They, ESPN did this thing where they, they looked forward to the next three years, the top college football programs for the next three years. They said, now, who's, who, which programs are going to be the top programs for the next three years? They, they call it the future power rankings. So which programs are going to be the best next three years? Alabama, number one. You know, it's, it's recruiting, recruiting, and recruiting. Remember that, you know, when we had the election, and uh, the, the, the slogan was, it's the economy. <laughs> but when it comes to college football, it's recruiting. It is recruiting. Uh, so according to ESPN, Alabama, the next three years, is going to be the top program, followed by Georgia. They have Georgia at number two. Uh, Ohio State, number three. And then Texas A&M, number four. So ESPN giving a little love to Texas A&M trending in the right direction, according to ESPN. And so they project that the ESP, uh, that uh, Texas A&M will be one of the top programs for the next three years. Number five on the list is Clemson. You know, people kind of have forgotten a little bit about Clemson. You know, all the buzz about Georgia, rightfully so, and Alabama, Texas A&M, and all that kind of stuff. But Clemson still has a pretty good roster, pretty good program, pretty good coach in Dabo Sweeney. And so you can't, you know, you you can't count Clemson out and they know how to win. So anyway, so that that is the, according to ESPN, the top three programs for the, are the top programs, top five programs for the next three years in college football. Well, there you go. Uh, Stetson Bennett, you know, I mean, seriously, people are still doubting Stetson Bennett. He won the national championship. He, uh, hello. He was the quarterback of the national championship team. And people, many people are still kind of doubting him and saying, we need a five-star on our quarterback. We got all them five stars sitting on the bench. You know? I know. I shouldn't do that. Uh, but anyway, Stetson Bennett got a little love. Well-deserved. He has been, um, he's one of 45 college quarterbacks invited to the Manning Passing Academy. Begins Thursday at Nichols State University in Thibodeau, Louisiana. Thibodeau, Louisiana. The annual camp is hosted by the Manning family. Yes, that family. Peyton and Eli. And uh, others out of the Manning family. And here's what they do. The college quarterbacks are invited to serve as counselors for high school quarterbacks. They bring in all these high school quarterbacks from around the nation. To the, to the Manning quarterback, you know, 
Passing Academy. And then they take the college quarterbacks and the college quarterbacks act, act as counselors for the high school quarterbacks that are invited in. So, uh, Stetson Bennett has been one of the, is one of the quarterbacks that's been invited to participate. Um, you have 45 college quarterbacks. They get to hang out together and they're going to have a skills competition on Friday night. I, I would, you know, I'd love to see that. Um, Bennett and Will Levis uh, from uh, Kentucky, Spencer Rattler, South Carolina, Bryce Young of Alabama, Hendon Hooker of Tennessee, and all these other guys. They're going to have some contests. They'll compete in a series of drills to gauge their accuracy, arm strength, and route-throwing versatility. So that'd be interesting to watch. Stetson Bennett has been invited. Hey, he's going to get a lot of attention. He led his team to a national championship. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is a significant achievement. Um, here's what Archie Manning had to say about it. He said, we have a really good group this year. Um, he said, I usually cut it off at 40 counselors, but we had so many guys that wanted to come this year, I couldn't say no, according to Peyton Manning. He said, I'm getting to be a softie. Of course, Manning. Um, and this is Archie Manning. This is Archie, not Peyton. Yeah, this is Archie Manning who said that. Say he's the, he's the founder, co-founder of the, the camp. So Archie Manning is the grandfather of five-star quarterback Arch Manning. So there you go. Um, so Stetson, Stetson Bennett would, uh, will uh, be at the, what? I'm, I'm trying, okay. I'm trying my best. Um, Stetson Bennett will be at the Manning Passing Academy or camp or something like that. There you go. So, he, okay, uh, you know, everybody wants to know what about Arch Manning? What about Arch Manning? And you say, what's the big deal? I mean, is he everything that he's hyped up to be? Arch Manning, the quarterback from Isidore Newman School in Nylons, Louisiana. He's a rising senior. You know, he's, he's the number one recruit in the 2023 uh, class. Well, this is a little indication of how good this dude is. 247 Sports has what they call a composite ranking, in which they, you know, they, they rank players according to their position and, you know, their ability and things like that. They call it the, the, the composite rankings. Arch Manning has a perfect 1,000 score in the composite rankings. You know, his ability, his, his ability, his acuity, mental acuity. He's, he's earned a perfect score. Only three quarterbacks have ever earned a perfect score in the 247 sports composite rankings. Vince Young and Quinn Ewers recruited the University of Texas are the other two. So here, here's, the here's the latest on Arch Manning. All right, it's, it's down to this, Georgia, Texas, and Alabama. Basically, it's down the, to that, of those three schools. Unless well, some school comes out of nowhere and Arch Manning 
falls in love with some school other than those three, those are the three. Georgia, Texas, Alabama. Um, Arch went to Alabama on June the 10th. According to the reports, he had a good visit. He also visited Alabama on May 24th and May 9th, April 2nd, October 2nd of 2021, September 28th of 2021, and June 19th of 2021. So he's gone to Alabama several times, okay? Says he likes Alabama. They're a machine. You know, he likes he likes Alabama. Arch Manning has come to Georgia, visited Georgia June 13th. Um, June the 7th, he had a great trip, according to uh, his high school coach at Georgia. June the 3rd, March 19th, May the 9th, September 18th, 2021, June 24th, 2021. So Arch Manning has gone to Georgia several times. And he said, he said this on one occasion, he said, I love Coach Kirby Smart. He's a real normal guy, a great coach, Georgia. The takeaway from practice there is that they have athletes all over the field, especially on the defensive line. They have some studs and it shows. They had 15 players drafted. Athens is probably the best college town I've ever been to, according to Arch Manning. The coaches are all good people. They know how to win, know what it takes, and it's cool seeing that. So that's, that's the history with Arch Manning and Georgia. Texas, June 19th, uh, Manning made a visit to Texas this past weekend. And something uh, interesting happened, a little concerning if you're a Georgia fan. Manning's teammate, three-star tight end Will Randall, committed to Texas over the weekend. So will that influence Arch Manning's decision? If his teammate, Will Randall, has committed to Texas. Hmm. Um, Manning went to, let's say, well, uh, yeah. Manning went to Texas June 17th. And uh, May the, let's say, May the 9th, he was there. March 24th, and then June 12th, 2021. So that's a little history of uh, Arch Manning visiting uh, the different schools. So there you go. It's, it's kind of up in the air. And, you know, the speculation is that I think he wants to make his decision before the beginning of the coming uh, uh, high school football season. And he wants, he wants to get that made and get it out of the way so that he can concentrate on uh, the, his senior season at Isidore Newman High School. Uh, they did not win the state championship. In fact, Isidore Newman has never won a state championship in football in the state of Louisiana. And, and Arch Manning wants to lead his team to win the state championship. So, you know, and he, he wants to get all this out of the way. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up what we have for you tonight. Uh, we, you know, it's, it's, things are happening. Things are going on. And um, there you go. Now, we uh, had a good conversation with Orson Charles. Uh, he played for the University of Georgia.
Uh, back some years ago, uh, 2009 to 2012, we'll be posting that up pretty soon. And he had some interesting things to say about the state of college football these days. And so we'll be putting that up. But hey, guys, thank you for joining us tonight. It's always good to be with you to talk a little bit about University of Georgia football. Uh, right now, it's about recruiting and uh, it's about the guys, you know, doing their individual workouts, summer uh, workouts, you know, will um, will start and they get, then they, you move down into the fall. 70-something days away. 70, what, seven today or something like that? Well, happy summer solstice to you. You know, enjoy the daylight hours today. The sun will go down at about midnight, probably for some of you. But it, it's been a good day. Thank you for being with us. And, of course, we always close our program with this exclamation point. Go dogs! Thank you for joining us for this edition of today's Sports Report. Be sure to join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with University of Georgia football and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs.